0: Welcome to the final Australia episode. I'm your host, as always, Devon, and joining me equally as always is Rick.
1: G'day! Hello.
0: (laughs) He he tried to go for it and then he cowered it out.
1: Oh, I had to cower it out. That was a subtitle for people that don't know what g'day means.
0: Ah, okay. Well, today we're going to do something a bit different compared to the rest of the Australia episodes. We're doing something a bit more adult-oriented, and no, it's not porn. Today we're doing Metalocalypse. It's something which I've seen a lot of memes from, but I've never actually bothered to watch the show.
1: Oh, I too have seen the absolutely brutal meme and also have never seen an entire episode.
0: So this is probably going to be fun. But before we get into that, obviously we can't talk about our weeks because Rick's in Australia. So instead, we're borrowing a segment from the Nonsense Retrospective. Yeah,
1: we're going to go with the Taiwan tradition of the Nonsense Asinine Hypotheticals. And do you have one for me today?
0: Uh, a bit on point because I forgot to actually come up with additional uh, hypothetical questions for today. I know it's a rarity for me. But we're watching Metalocalypse, so give me your favourite metal song.
1: Ooh. It's a bit basic bitch, but I'm going to go with Zona from uh, from Rammstein.
0: See, I'm not a fan of Rammstein, so I've never heard it.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's all in German, as you would expect. And the music video is like a horny Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Fun. Yeah, uh, I would say it's worth a listen. Um, even though you're not a super fan, it's pretty good in terms of just being reasonably high energy and you know it gets my one blood cell pumping
0: but one of the downsides with listening to songs in a different language is um I like listening to music and the music tells a story which obviously mm. you can't enjoy if you don't know what's being said however I will admit I have heard some Ramstein songs and the the beat's heavy enough for me to like bop along with but I don't know what the fuck's going on
1: yeah yeah um the basic premise of Zona is the sun is the brightest star of all and will never fall from heaven uh um, and I got that just from my basic bitch and um, knowledge of German from GCSE.
0: Yeah, well I didn't do German. I did French and Spanish. Yep. Yep. So you know
1: <laughs> So you're better at Spanish than I am.
0: Oh I'm not, so <laughs> I don't I none of that sunk in. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I did um, tourist-level Spanish after school, Um, so yeah, I I know a couple of things, and most of it is related to how much like French does this sound, and if it sounds a lot like French, then it was easy to learn, Uh, and if it sounds massively different, then like, oh, this is never going to go again. But yeah, my answer is Zona from Ramstein. But my one for you is if you could snap your fingers and go to any time period in human history, where would you go?
0: One of my favourite jokes is this question is exclusively for white
1: people. Oh, totally, totally, (laughs) totally.
0: Like, um, I, I don't like I, being racist, but it's very apparent that if you're black, there is a certain limit to how far back you can go before shit yeah. gets bad for you. It's about
1: 1976.
0: Uh, even later than that, if it's America. Yeah. But yeah. That's why I
1: didn't say the 60s. Oh, no.
0: Um, <laughs> fuck, that's awful. But, you know, oh, it's it's a bad time. Um, I don't know. Even for me, it's going to be rather limited, because you've got to bear in mind, even like 200 years ago, the vocabulary was different enough that it would be difficult for you to understand talking to someone.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give the asterisks that you will blend in. Like you you have the you have the lingo and you have a um you have a cloaker skin that lets you just blend in with the local populace.
0: And I don't have to stay, I'm just visiting for a bit, yeah. Uh
1: you can go home.
0: Yeah, okay. If it's just to observe something, I would love to just see a um a day in the life of like um let's pick the Victory because it's a well-known ship. Uh, I'd okay. love to, I'd love to just like take a snippet of like uh, uh the HMS Victory's voyage and just be like, cool, let's see what this shit was actually like. Like, I've been to the the Victory at Portsmouth, and they give you a a lot of information. uh, And because I've been on the ship itself, boy, am I not fucking suited for ship life with how tall I am. Um, Oh, no, no. (laughs) But, you know, if I had a cloak, I'd just chill on deck and be like, oh, let's see what the fucking commander's like. Oh, yeah, his life's pretty decent. Let's look at... I'm not going down there, it smells. (laughs)
1: But,
0: but, you know... um, Uh, I would I would say Blackbeard, but um, that would be a bit more. Um, I don't know. I don't want to break the illusion, for lack of a better word.
1: I get you. So even with like more modern ships, as it were, you've got the um, you've got the propaganda angle, and you know that most of it's going to be bollocks. But at least there's some underpinning truth to it. Whereas with actual legends, maybe there's a reason they stay legends. Well,
0: could you imagine going up to Blackbeard and he goes like he's about to eat an, a, a piece of fruit and it's an apple instead of an orange and he goes. Ugh. (laughs) that would just ruin Blackbeard for everyone
1: (laughs) wouldn't it (laughs) <laughs> it would a little bit, yeah. <laughs> anyway,
0: but yeah, that's that's what I'd pick, especially if I've got free reign to just fuck off as soon as like the water gets a bit Because I can't swim, Rick, believe it or not. Fair. So I'm a bit hesitant when it comes
1: to open water. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Thalassophobia is a thing and I would say it's one of the phobias that shouldn't be classed as a phobia because it's entirely rational to be a bit wary of the absolute terror of the unknown deep.
0: Well, again, it's not even that aspect. It's if I fall in, I'm dead because I can't swim yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, if I could swim, I'd be a bit more confident because I'd be like, okay, you st- it's still not a great situation to be in, but you can survive for a bit. Um, I'm pretty sure I've not told this story on the podcast, but um, like, I entirely blame my swimming instructor when I was like 10 or 7 or young, is the word I'm looking for, because uh, I didn't nearly drown, to be fair, but my head did go under the water. And I, you know when you get water in your lungs and you start coughing and you can't breathe?
1: Yeah, yeah, and you, you, you try to suck in air quicker than... you normally would, and that normally means you suck in more water.
0: <laughs> so that happened to me when I was really young, and I was splashing about, and when I finally managed to get my head above the water, I looked around. Not a single person in the pool gave a shit.
1: Oh, no, they don't. And then when I looked at
0: the, the, the teacher slash lifeguard, who, by the way, who was not was not in the pool with you. She's sitting on the fucking side of the fucking pool, looking down from a giant chair, and I was like, I, do- I nearly drowned, and she went, don't be silly. I'm like, but, uh, 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 And then have that happen about three more times at different occasions in your life, and yeah, you get a bit of a, ah. Oh, I'm never going to learn to swim because it's fucking dangerous.
1: Yeah. It kills your motivation real quick if nobody gives a shit about when you die.
0: Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, but yeah, that's my answer. Rick, what are we doing today?
1: Today we're doing Metalocalypse on Adult Swim. Uh, so if you want to join in along with us at home, it's three, two, one, and go. Well,
0: wow, they're setting the, st- the, t- the tone, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck, that is
1: loud. Ominous bongs.
0: Well, more like the metal iconography, because that was very close to the Motorhead logo.
1: Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Or technically the Motorhead. I didn't get any of that.
0: I'm also not getting a lot of it. I think these are meant to be classic metal foam fucking Sweden. uh, Not Sweden, but Scandinavian.
1: Yeah, I think the idea is that you've got these unintelligible people.
0: So I got, he blew his brain out and it would make a great album cover.
1: Mm hmm.
0: <laughs> oh, they're it, in a helicopter. Fuck that. Helicopters are death traps. Yeah. I've seen stuff from later seasons where they're perfectly intelligible.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Five sidecars, four sidecars.
0: That's great. Oh fucking hell. Yeah, that's uh That's Epolency a trope I wanna, to way- I wanna go away. I wanna go away. It's just fucking let's just flash a bunch of red light.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm bopping
0: do you not think that this was probably just made born of a uh, like a a a metal band wanted to get famous, and they were just like, Fucking no one's paying for our shows. Let's make a cartoon,
1: yeah, so it would seem it felt- it felt like that or either that or a lampoon of that, maybe so. Wait. So they're using, they're using metal to advertise coffee. I would never go to a
0: show where you had to sign a waiver that says, "Oh, if you get injured at this show, we do not accept liability." By the way, injuries happen often because we are unsafe. Is that yeah, a metal thing anger. to say? No, but I don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah, especially when they're just like coming in at full force in that kind of helicopter, which looks like it might indeed crash.
0: I just saw, like, a character that might have been Bin Laden. Huh. See, if there was a realistic possibility of being crushed to death just by attending, I wouldn't attend.
1: mm mm-hmm. mm.
0: Like a Travis Scott show. Is that too topical? Or did I get the band member, the person wrong?
1: Uh, I don't know (laughs) but I know what you mean (laughs) the one who did that really weak ass YouTube apology of okay everybody watch this 10 minute video I refuse to apologize but it's entitled the apology video
0: yeah because legally speaking you can't say you're sorry otherwise you accept liability which is fucking stupid
1: yep you can have a video called the apology video in which you don't apologize Ugh. and that's apparently still good enough PR well it's
0: a thing in um in the boys in the very first episode w- one of the points is they want to fuck that um they want to uh sorry, the main character needs to get a character to uh, apologize to him and when he finally gets the apology uh, there's a lawyer talking to him saying okay even though you're receiving an apology this does not count as us admitting that we are at fault And this and that. It's bollocks.
1: Yep. Is that a baby bear? Baby polar bear?
0: Might have been. Taller than a tree.
1: <laughs> William, murder face, murder face, murder face. <laughs>
0: I can't believe this actually has a plot.
1: Yeah. It's mystifying, isn't it? Hmm.
0: I generally think this is just music videos that got out of hand.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Fuck off. Oh, they're keeping the corpse of the <laughs> of the French chef without his head on super life support.
0: Yeah, you've got some fucking issues if you don't know how to use a toaster.
1: Especially when you're trying to use the toaster to cook coffee.
0: Nobody's perfect. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: How does it That's feel, a, Rick, a, I, being a fellow person watching someone skinnier than you saying they're fat? Oh,
1: yeah, <laughs> it's, it's never, it's never fun, is it? No. Uh, it's like watching someone who is very, very perfect say, "Oh, I'm ugly. Oh, I'm hideous."
0: Oh, if you're ugly and hideous, then I'm right fucked. Yeah. <laughs>
1: His head looks like bacon. I guess. That's cute. (laughs) Do our own shopping so we can make our own dinner.
0: Yeah, but what did he follow that up with?
1: Yeah, like regular Jagoffs do.
0: That sounds like a fucking Taiko Watiti joke.
1: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just pushing his head through the glass <laughs>
0: why oh. <laughs> What a fucking Asinine joke (laughs) I know people like this Mm. Who are like Oh that's metal Whenever they fucking hear Something for the first time And it's like Well that fucking expression Has lost all meaning
1: yeah, it's it's like when you swear at everything, you lose all impact of swearing.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know why that tickled me, that sudden cut away.
1: <laughs> A grandmother that I would like to... <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ. That is a perfect level of fourth wall breaking.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like how many times though have you heard people go, "Oh, that would be a great title for a song." "Oh, that would be an awesome band name."
0: <laughs> oh, the date tipmouse. Why have I heard of that company before? Oh, they've done things. Well, I fucking assume so. I'm just, I'm trying to rack my brain as to what they've done that I've heard of. Because it must have been recent, otherwise, uh, to borrow a great rip quote, I've slept since then.
1: i think uh, Paranormal Park was titmouse. Tit
0: maybe, maybe. But I could be
1: wrong. I could be wrong. I, in fact, I almost certainly am wrong. But yeah, I'm pretty sure one of the things we have reviewed recently was a titmouse thing.
0: Maybe so, maybe so. But let's not get bogged down too much. Rick, what did you think? It
1: was meh. Um, <laughs> I had trouble following what most people were saying. Um, because, partly because not all of it was in, you know, perfect English, but that was stylistic.
0: I'll be, I'll be real review. I think later on they saw that issue because I've seen clips where all of the band members are perfectly leg- uh, not legible but you get what I mean
1: intelligible yeah um, and yeah it was meh the The plot was a bit thin like the whole idea was yeah these guys can't survive in the real world let's throw them into the real world um, but yeah how about you what do you think
0: I enjoyed it artistically mostly because oh yeah 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 you know uh, I mean peeling back the curtain a little bit the most recent thing we reviewed for Nonsense Review uh, live as it were was Farzar, and that left a really bad taste of my mouth
1: yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Um, but yeah stylistically it was interesting some of the gags were, were were quite good near the end of the episode some of them fell flat I feel like this would be a better thing to watch without talking over it yeah
1: I feel so yeah because if you're listening to the podcast on an audio platform and not following along with the show first of all why uh, but secondly like you will have seen or heard that there were a lot of gaps while we were just trying to listen to the gag and uh, or just watch what was happening yeah this is a show that's probably best enjoyed on your own
0: yeah 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 um but yeah let's go to our usual wind down shall we Rick do you have a favorite moment
1: uh, I think it's actually the one that you brought up the grandmother I would like to do, 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 do. <laughs> (laughs)
0: It's a great way of censoring
1: It sounds like the kind of thing That they were doing Peavis and Butthead Except they didn't have the balls To actually properly swear in that But yeah How about you? What was your favourite moment?
0: My favourite moment Was the lead singer Looking at the sausage And then just Smashing his head Through the glass To take some
1: Yeah That was a good one That really tickled me More than it should have Yeah So I think both of our favourite moments Were from the uh, The meat of the episode Which was at the supermarket Oh
0: absolutely Absolutely Uh, Unfortunately something we can't only talk about the good we do have to dwell a little bit on the negative so to that end Rick do you have a weakest link for me buddy?
1: I think the weakest link is that the show hasn't yet matured. Uh, As you say later on they solve the intelligibility problem but right now the characters aren't as fleshed out as they end up.
0: Yeah speaking of the uh, uh, intelligibility you have uh, one person who is clearly very Norse and their accent is quite thick which isn't actually too big of a deal for me and you because we speak to a Finnish lad quite oft ja
1: yeah. The, um the one that actually was hardest to understand was Murderface Murderface Murderface.
0: Yeah, cuz he's got this gap in his teeth so it affects his speech.
1: Yeah, and that's obviously just a voice actor putting on a stupid voice, you know. But yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's 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 never the most clear thing to understand.
0: But I've heard that character talk in other clips and they're per- they're fine. So yeah. I don't I, I either they evolve past it or there's maybe a plot point where he fixes his teeth or something. Either way they they bury that maybe because they got complaints, I don't
1: know. Yeah, so I'm giving it to the teething troubles of er- episodes. How about you? What was your weakest link?
0: Um, I, I, too much, too fast. I think.
1: Yeah, I feel you.
0: As you said, our favourite parts was the stupid, dumb shit of these over-the-top metal nerds, um, doing everyday activities because they don't know how to do it normally because they're so super successful and famous. But we start mm-hmm. with here's this big metal band. Here's their shows that are so deadly you have to sign a waiver. And then here's the metal show. And here's this all this fucked up shit happening. It's a lot to take in immediately. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah it it might have been. Work better if they'd have flipped it and started with the stupid mundane stuff but they needed to get rid of the chef in order to get them to do the mundane shit so eh tit for tat really
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: uh, but yes we won't leave it on a sour note Rick it's our most important segment I feel MVP
1: well with an honourable mention to what you've already mentioned with the art direction being pretty damn excellent I'm going to have to give it to Nathan Explosion because he's the one character that I can instantly recognise from this show from outside of the show yeah I feel you um, and also you know he drove most of the plot of the episode by leading the band. Um, but yeah, how about you? Who was your MVP?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty much echoing your sentiment entirely. The the art team deserves a bit of acknowledgement because, yeah, artistically, it's unique. Um, but yeah, for the, the big award goes to Nathan Explosion because he was the most interesting part and, let's be honest, he is the face of the memes.
1: Yeah, and also it's his real name because, apparently, I just looked on the wiki, his father is called Oscar Explosion and his mother is called Rose Explosion. Fair enough. So... Uh, he's from a long line of explosions
0: <laughs> for a second when you said it's his real name I thought you meant the voice actor's name was that <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah that's all we have time for today uh, join us next week where hopefully Rick will be back in the UK and we can do a proper episode yeah uh, but yeah if you enjoyed what you saw we've got the comment section down below on YouTube if you're not watching via YouTube but instead listening via one of our many audio platforms you can instead send us an email what said send email to Rick
1: nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com once again that is nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com
0: yes 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 we're eager to hear from you suggestions for future episodes or just your thoughts and opinions hell if we get some awesome comments we might even read them on the show one day but uh, that is for podcast future for now it's us signing off
1: bye